The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. We are in... New York City for Toy Fair 2020. Day one is in the books. I'm exhausted. Yeah, we're all in bed right now. We're, so <laughs> we're all in a bed, but we could not go to sleep without talking about the day we just had. If you've been following us on social media, you know that there's been a lot to cover. Everything from the new reveals at the NECA booth, which we're going to get into more detail tomorrow. And of course, the Ghostbusters event, the Hasbro brand entertainment event with all of the reveals for Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters Afterlife. If I sound a little winded, it's because I am. It's been a very long day, but we're excited to talk about this stuff. So I am Craig Goldberg. I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. Hello. This is Yes, Have Some Podcasts in the Big Apple. Okay. So let's uh, kind of talk about our day. And by the way, we're going to have a more fleshed out detailed uh, versions of these stories coming up in the next week or so, but we wanted to make sure to get this episode out uh, because we know that everybody was really excited about all the Ghostbusters stuff today, and it really was incredible. It was a really an amazing day. Thank you so much for Hasbro. Uh, thank you to Hasbro for having us out to the event, and uh, yeah, it was just great. Uh, this is our first time at Toy Fair. Jake, what have your impressions been in general? Just... Uh, uh, as a as a new a newcomer to the Toy Fair uh, event, it was much different than like a regular convention. Um, it's just been the the biggest thing is how easy and smooth everything's been, and how like it's kind of like a leisure. Like there's just like a laid back feeling to the whole thing. Like it wasn't. There's no rushing. There's no. Uh, there's no. Are you rushing? Are you dragging? Uh, there's neither of that. It's just. It felt really good and easy to get around and see everything. And it's. But also, it's the most overwhelmed. I feel like I've ever been in my life as soon as we walked in and saw some of the stuff that we saw. Also, why was Shaq here? That's a question we're going to be pondering for a long time. Shaq is the new spokesperson for Tonka Trucks. So that's why Shaq was here. Um, I agree with you, Jake. My summation of everything was that it's sensory overload, but that it was like seamless and um, different than any convention I've ever been to because it was extremely professional and nobody was trying. We're not buying things. We're not waiting in line for panels. There's no costuming. Yeah. That's it's not stress. It's stressful for all the people who like need to make sales and buy things like for their living. Yes. Like if you're a buyer and you're trying to have a meeting and purchase stuff for your store or company or whatever, then yeah, you're probably stressed out, but we weren't stressed. I wasn't stressed. I wasn't buying anything. I wanted to buy everything. Wait, I take that back. We were stressed when we went to the NECA booth first. I think Jake almost died. Um, do we want to even talk about that? Cause that was kind of the first thing we did. Yeah. Let's talk about it. So we're going to get to the Ghostbusters stuff here in a few minutes, but the, the NECA, reveals at Toy Fair are kind of becoming a legendary thing. People kind of look forward to them. And over the past couple of years, they've really stepped up uh, all of the licenses that they have. Obviously, they've been doing Ninja Turtles for a couple of years now, and uh, people were really excited to see what was going to come in from that. Obviously, Secret of the Ooze is the uh, 30-year anniversary this year. And uh, we walk in. So we, we get into Toy Fair, check in, get our badges, do our things, saw Shaq. Had some fun, checked out the press uh, lounge where there was light refreshments. <laughs> the lightest refreshments. The lightest refreshments you can imagine. Get in, we see the NECA booth first. And like, Jake, we've talked about this before. It's like, you know, when you go to filming locations, you, you like you've told me before, you always think like, we got to get there 
because it's going to be crowded because like it's like a random Tuesday in November. Uh, there's just crowds at the Lori Strode house, and there never is. So I think I I had this mindset like we're we're not even going to be able to get into that NECA booth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's how it seems, but then. You get there and we just walk right into it. We also kind of had um we'd had a couple we'd had a couple people kind of tell us last minute that a lot of booths are closed off. And I think we were thinking maybe w- w- you wouldn't even be able to see the the stuff. But we ended up walking right in and um I feel like I feel like the very first thing I saw was uh were Jaws toys. And I I feel like I just wasn't expecting Jaws from NECA at all because they've done this thing where uh, they've repeatedly said no Jaws toys for years. And then the first thing I saw was Jaws toys. <laughs> yeah, so you walk in and, and like... so Quint Brody right there. Like, yeah, Quint Brody, 8-inch clothed uh, NECA figures. By the way, a really funny thing just happened. I was trying to get Jake to pull the mic a little bit away from his mouth. Mm-hmm. And I kind of pulled back on it. And he resisted. He, he had no interest in. Uh, he had no interest in, in doing that. It was kind of funny. Um, so that was the first kind of like Jake. You had your hands like on your head. It was like there's never been Jaws action figures that like they did the Funko reaction figures or whatever, but those don't really count. And to see likenesses of Brody and Quint with all of those accessories. And then after talking to them saying like, Hey, there's going to be more stuff. They're going to do a shark. There's going to be more characters. Uh, as a jaws fan, this is like, I don't know. It's like the, the, the greatest possible thing. Yeah. yeah it, it, uh, it a hundred percent is the greatest possible thing. NECA is one of, if not the best toy companies out there. And, uh, it's just, I, it's just one thing that I kind of put out of my head. I was like, I'm never, I wasn't even hope, like you don't even hope for it anymore. You get told so many times that it's not going to happen that you just kind of forget it. Um, and it was literally the first thing I saw. It's like, it was in the first case. They look great. There was accessories. And then as we're looking at it, the guy's like, yeah, we're doing a shark. Jake was, I I was going, I was like, what? And I'm like looking, there's nobody behind. I'm like, I like, I'm like looking for somebody to have some camaraderie with because Abby, you were off taking pictures of some of the Ninja Turtle stuff at this point. Jake is like, just has his hands on his head and I'm going, what? You gotta be fucking kidding me. And then I look around, there's just nobody. I was like, it's just me here. Okay. Yeah. But then there was a guy who was working at the booth that was like, that's exactly the response we want to get. I mean, I'm sure they're used to it at this point. Like they are. Well, it's NECA. They, they yeah. put out this, this, I mean, um, their, their ultimate horror line has really, skyrocketed over the past couple of years. They've got all the alien stuff, all the predator stuff. Um, but they really came out swinging. But before we get to Ninja Turtle stuff, I do want to talk about a couple things, um, but really excited about Jaws. The other dream toys that we've always been told are never going to happen uh, for all sorts of reasons. Uh, Back to the Future. And they had a bunch of Back to the Future stuff. It's the 35th anniversary. Um, there was rumors a while back that Hasbro was going to maybe be doing some figures or had gotten a license for it, but that turned out to be like Monopoly and just some games. Um, but right there, they had the the oversized uh, mock-ups for Marty McFly Ultimate, uh, seven-inch figure, uh, in his traditional uh, skateboard uh, jeans uh, life vest. What, did you jump ship? <laughs> if you want a tab, you got to order something. I love that guy. I hope they make that guy, the guy who runs the little cafe. Um and then the uh, the one in his uh, the hazmat suit. So two Marty McFly figures, which they're going to sell so many of those. Like this is a line that could go. I mean, if they can get the the likenesses, I don't think. I think Christopher Lloyd will definitely happen, um, and maybe some other figures. I I don't think we'll ever be getting a Crispin Glover no. Back to the Future figure. But um, Abby, you you've been on a little Back to the Future kick uh, lately. Yeah. I mean, I saw you watching Back to the Future 3 the other day. That's, yes, it, that's I did. it. I didn't see any Back to the Future 3 figures. I kind of, I would have liked to have seen some. Um, they had some animated series figures, oh which I haven't even seen that, but they were very, very cool in person. Well, the Batman animated, or Batman animated series. Oh. Uh, well, they did have some Batman props too. Um, yeah. But uh, the Back to the Future animated series, like, it's not very, you know, it's fine. I think it lasted for a season or two. And this was a time when, like, every show, or every movie got an animated series. Mm-hmm. 
but they revealed there's going to be a they they what did they have? They had Marty, Doc, and Biff, and then a DeLorean. Einstein. Oh, and Einstein. Yeah. And a um, and a DeLorean, and the DeLorean was amazing like it looked so cool i mean it was just like a prototype mock-up but it's gonna be big and it's colorful and it's got the the doors and i mean what the fuck like again i was like what like you go from jaws to back to the future figures and it didn't even it wasn't even registering with me that these were gonna be ultimate figures because i was like what are these big marty flies uh, what is this animated stuff and then there's like bill and ted animated figures and i was yeah. just i was losing my goddamn mind yeah, I love the look of the animated figures, like the the motion that you can see, and like they're they're fun, they're silly, um, and unexpected, and kind of obscure. Um, yeah, and the thing is, is like, I, I'm usually not a fan of like a stylized figure. Like, even once the Toonie Terror figures started coming out, I was just kind of like, whatever. But these are stylized, but they they're from a property, they're from an animated series. So, they're, to me, if you're a fan of Back to the Future, you, these are a must own. Yeah, I think so too. But I, I even like it, the Back to the Future stuff didn't register with me at first because I, I saw the Jaws stuff, and then you passed out. I looked. <laughs> I Jake. I looked at the Back to the Future stuff, but I looked over it, and I was like, okay, I see it. But then the sh- the the case right next to it had all the Godzilla stuff, and it was mostly. Um, it was mostly the Godzilla stuff that's already out, but there were two new figures in there. And one of them is literally from my favorite Godzilla movie that hasn't had, you know, that NECA hasn't touched yet. So I kind of like, I went quickly from Jaws to that. And then I, and then I, you were kind of like, Craig, you were like, uh, these are back to the future tool. And I was like, oh wait, they are back to the future. And then I was like, there's an Ace Ventura surfing on an alligator. And it was, just, there's so much happening. There were new gremlin figures and the, the, it was just, there's too much. There's, yeah. there's just too it's much. too much. The thing about NECA specifically, their sculpts, their facial uh, likenesses are, I mean, they're unmatched in the toy industry. Yeah. Like we saw a lot of good stuff today, but you cannot beat uh, what NECA is doing. And like I said, tomorrow we're gonna have like an even more in-depth look because I missed a lot of their stuff. I barely saw the the Gremlin stuff. I'm looking at a picture of the uh, female Gremlin right yeah. now. I didn't even what I is that picture? I'm obsessed with it. That's is like, that just a regular NECA like an Ultimate? I think so. Um, all I know is I, I want it and I like it. What you were saying about the likenesses, they get like the color scheme and all the details so spot on that it's like uh, heads above the other. Com- yeah. Com- you kind of feel because like, you walk into some other booths and you're like, eh. yeah. It's actually like NECA's been going pretty hard on Gremlins 1. So that's kind of a big thing. Like these are, they, they haven't done the Gremlins 2 figures for a while now. Like they did. The spider gremlin, they did the bat gremlin, and then they kind of laid off, and they started doing all the ultimate gremlins, and they've been putting out, uh, you know, the gremlins with all the accessory packs. <clears throat> so I think this is a uh, off the top of my head. I think that these might be the first like ultimate gremlins that are from Gremlins too. Yeah. They're doing Greta, and then they're also doing like a generic. Um, part two gremlin and then they have another one that's like the same dude but he's got the wb um on his chest um but yeah those were exciting yeah um i want to start talking about the ninja turtle stuff so neca they've done this display with like the diorama and looking at it i did hear i think they're doing a repaint of the diorama for the animated figures it's the most impressive thing. Like you see the pictures, but it really doesn't do it justice. Like how big it actually is. Um, Abby took some great shots. Thank you very much. So they've got the diorama out. I was instructed by you to take them. I was having a mild panic attack, being overwhelmed by everything, and you're like, "Take pictures now." How could you not? Yeah. Um, but they had a bunch of new Ninja Turtle stuff on display. Uh, they had the the animated Casey and April, which we've seen. Uh, but they had the animated Splinter figure which is just cool. Like it was unreal cool. How cool that splinter figure is. They had all the turtles in time stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And those figures, I, I normally don't go for like the video game style figures with those paint jobs, but they, they look really yeah, good. They pop. They're awesome. I love like the hot neon colors. It's really cool looking. Really cool stuff. Um, they had a uh, one fourth scale. Jake's shaking his head. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's happening? The, I'm just kind of mad at this thing. I saw it and I was like, oh, this looks great. But for some reason, oh, we didn't even say what it was. It will. It's like a. It's like cartoon. It's the cartoon Raphael, but it is uh. What scale is it? One one fourth, one fourth scale. So it's pretty big. But I when I saw it, I was like, okay, that's cool. But then I passed it up because I thought it was um. For some reason, I thought it was just like how the Marty McFlys like were. A, like a, they were like upscale. Yeah, yeah, two up. So I thought it was like gonna be a smaller figure, and I was like, oh, it looks good, but it's gonna be smaller, whatever. I was more focused on. The Super Shredder and the Toka and, Re- and Razor. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about those. Uh, they had, uh, uh, well, real quick, finish up with the animated stuff. They did reveal the ultimate Krang's android body, which is just like, <laughs> I've, if, I think if you're going to get one Ninja Turtles figure, it has to be this. Yeah. Um, I've always loved the design of that. And it's just a good throwback. I love the way they do these animated figures. They got these like really dark, lines that kind of like accent the mm-hmm. the actual like drawings uh they had general crag out um but yeah let's talk about the um the the secret of the ooze stuff they had a really cool diorama with toka and razar and these are two of the i'm these are two of the best looking action figures i've ever seen in my life like i don't understand they look like movie maquettes like they they look like models that would be used on a movie i i don't NECA just must have the most talented human beings in existence creating these things. Or, I mean, of course, these people are really talented, but they don't settle, right? So, like, they're getting in there and because they, they know how much they can sell all this stuff. But, like, people are going to be like, if something's inaccurate or off, people are going to be like, we would say something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really, like, spare no expense. Yeah, the collectors or the collecting community definitely will say something if it's not perfect. No. These are perfect. They're perfect. Token Razor look great. There's a Super Shredder, uh, which is amazing. Now, I didn't see the Super... It's really big, but it's Super Shredder. He's He is really big. He's played by Kevin Nash, for God's sake. Um, so this is, like, the first Super Shredder figure since uh, the the one from... 1990. Uh, it's it's really great. They're doing a two pack with uh, Raphael in his uh, trench coat disguise with Casey Jones, and I think I made like a weird noise <laughs> when I saw Casey Jones. I went like I went oh like I don't know what it wasn't sexual, but it wasn't not sexual. Like it was just so damn controlled. Like it just it happened. Yeah. Well, just to think to have those two figures and like you know. Cricket, you gotta know crop it if you don't cricket, you know, like yeah. to be able to do that. It's also just the fact that they had so much Ninja Turtle stuff up that it was like you, it was almost you kind of overlook it and then you're like, oh, wait, this is right. It's like you're looking and you, the first thing I saw was Super Shredder and then I was like, oh, Super Shredder, oh, Toko and Razor, oh, this is here, oh, this is here, oh. And there, is, there was just so much of it. My favorite comment I saw, one of the threads, someone was like, I still can't find Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> um, which they have been kind of tough to find. But more is coming. I mean, NECA, I think they understand, now that they've been able to tap into this Turtles market that was like, they couldn't do it for so long for all the licensing reasons. They started with the the movie Turtles and the, the large scale, moved to the smaller scale. Now that they are going down this road, it kind of seems like endless possibilities if we get tmnt3 figures you know how i feel about movie three april Mm -hmm. we we had a very small conversation with i think it was playmates over uh, their ninja turtle line and they they said that um their nickelodeon was going to be making an announcement which the way they put it led us to believe like that that line is ending it's because of NECA. (laughs) how how playmates Playmates has been the master toy license holder for Ninja Turtles since the beginning. And th- this is the difference between Playmates and NECA. Playmates were, they basically like, well, the rise of the TMNT figures are ending and the future's to be determined. And like, kind of a nervous, like, yeah. and the NECA's like, um, hey, we got a firm handle on this and we got a lot of cool shit coming out. 
Hey, uh, like I walk to the NECA booth and I'm like doing math. I'm like, I'm going to have to spend $1,500 just to get, just to get started. Um, I'm going to recreate that diorama. Um, but yeah, so just, and that's kind of a brief overview. We can talk about the Ghostbusters stuff now, but brief overview of NECA. Very, very impressive. A couple other things that caught my eye. They're doing a new ultimate ghost face. Um, I will get that. I've kind of backed off on the horror stuff a little bit, but Scream's probably, when I really think about it, it might be my favorite horror movie of all time. I don't know. It's definitely top three. Um, so, uh, and then Abby, you, did you check out that the TJ Gremlins guy, his uh, diorama? Yeah, I got a good video of that I'm going to put up soon. It was really cool to go and look at um, the detail, like the spilling of the beer and the cigarette butts and popcorn and the bar scene. Like it was so detailed and like almost never ending. The diorama was gorgeous. Um, I can't wait to go back tomorrow, honestly, and to kind of explore. And I want to go right now. Will they let me in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Let's go get in line. Shaq is Shaq <laughs> is waiting at the entrance right now. It's like it's kind of like a you know and um I, I imagine it's a lot like a, the never ending story you know when he tries to get through the big statues. It's like that, but it's Shaq. It's just Shaq. Mm-hmm. They keep him there all night. <laughs> He's under contract for the weekend. The on guard. Yeah. Um. Real quick pop quiz. So from the Back to the Future, obviously with Jaws, we before we we want Hooper and we want Bruce, right? That's what we want yeah. going forward. Back to the Future. We got two Martys. What would you like to see next? It would it would have to be Doc, just like V one Doc, yeah. like in the yeah. probably in his hazmat, the white. Yeah, it would be yeah, it would be it would be whatever you know the Doc from the probably with the camcorder, uh, you know from the from the you know the scene where he gets shot yeah. probably. Yeah, and I've you know what this might be a hot take. Nineteen fifties Doc, he's kind of like. He's very similar to the other doc. You know, you know, I used to think like uh when I was younger, whenever um whenever doc pulls his like uh he pulls his like wrinkles off his face. You know what I'm talking yes. about? And he's like I always thought that was a joke that he's supposed to just look exactly the same. And then it isn't until like I got a little older that I could kind of see like okay, they did put makeup on him he just looks so similar the makeup yeah. is so i always subtle. thought it was a joke to like right now like i didn't know i didn't know it was a joke so uh but it is subtle but i would like to see uh ooh, i got it do an ultimate figure um have a have a 1985 doc with einstein but then do an ultimate figure with 1950s doc on the bicycle we're going to need three fourth wrench. What is, he says something like that. That's not the quote. I what like, point? I like that, like, uh, the, that dot where he's wearing the, like, uh, he's, like, got a cardigan on at yeah. some point. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I already said I want to see Back to the Future three figures. I'd like to see Marty in the um, really bad cowboy getup that he gets in. His Clint Eastwood getup. Yeah. Seamus McFly figure. Yeah. The whole McFly thing. Farm playset. Just do it. <laughs> do it. The only thing that could generate that kind of ball is Bolt of Lightning. What did I just say? A Bolt of Lightning. <laughs> Unfortunately, you never know what a Bolt of Lightning is going to strike. We do now. I didn't know what a flyer was when I was a kid. Which is like, take a flyer. I was like, well, I don't know what that is. This is the part where we just talk through Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Let me explain how the movie works. All right. Explain what a flyer is first. Marty McFlyer. <laughs> Interior, Doc Brown shop, clocks ticking. A young Marty McFly enters. He's late for school, but he doesn't know it. That's the. <laughs> this is my script. Um, okay, so more on NECA uh, later. We're going to get some more detailed video and stuff, but uh, congratulations to Randy and all those people. Uh, I told the... <laughs> I didn't know anybody else worked at NECA. There was all these other people who they're all very helpful and very nice, but I just, you only ever see Randy. But then you got to think, Wow, we are in our hotel. There is chaos happening in New York City. Something's going on. Yeah, Um, I thought it was just Randy, but there's he's got a whole team backing him up. I thought you thought Randy was outside yelling. No, I wish. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's talk about the Hasbro event. Um, And like, this is not going to be a full uh, fledged podcast. It's just an update for you guys to to get this out. Um, But okay, so. It's interesting how the major so the ma- the the major two toy companies being Hasbro and Mattel kind of have a closed up. It's not accessible really. We couldn't even get to the Mattel area. Um, hopefully, we'll maybe get in there. 
sometime yeah, this weekend. Your appointments like way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, it's fine. But Hasbro, they have a whole showcase that takes place. It's not even at Toy Fair. It's a mile away. Yeah, it's annex. It's off site. You got to go. Like getting a. We took a cab or whatever to get out there, and then got in line. Um, and it's like a mini toy fair when you go down underneath. And the entire presentation, if we're ready to get into that, was probably my favorite part of the entire day. Yeah. So basically, you get your badge, you go in. Um, and this was the Hasbro brand entertainment um, presentation where they unveil all the new figures from their, their most popular lines. Uh, so they covered Power Rangers, Nerf, G.I. Joe. Transformers, Marvel, Star Wars, and obviously Ghostbusters, which we learned yesterday um, from uh, Eric at Ghost Corps that Ghostbusters was going to be closing out the show. And I was really excited to hear that because if we had to sit through Transformers after Ghostbusters, I would have been... I would have left. I mean, <laughs> I felt it was it was hard to sit through Transformers. That would have been an Optimus prime time to leave... It was. That's uh, one of the characters. It was hard to sit through anyway, Abby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, like the whole that whole presentation. Um, it started off. Uh, I can't remember who started it. Uh, what was the first thing? Power Nerd, Rangers. Power Rangers. Uh, uh, I I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the uh, the Marvel uh, presentation, uh, and then I enjoyed the Ghostbusters. I, I I guess we don't really need to be talking about all those other presentations. They were fine. Ghostbusters was. Honestly, it was the most well received presentation. It it got the biggest applause out of everything. Um, I mean, it was good. Like, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, a lot of this stuff kind of got out beforehand. But who cares? Like, when you're in a theater presentation, like we are so Ghostbusters is such a major part of our life and our podcast. To see it in such like a public forum and like lots of Ghostbusters fans, but like we'd probably be like the 1% of the hardcore yeah, it fans. It felt like you were watching your kid on stage, like performing or at a, like doing sports. You're like, yes. Hey, Ivan Reitman said the same thing. It feels like my kid's up there. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, you should just talk about that. I will talk about this. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, we'll, we'll go through the other stuff at another time. Um, all the other reveals, cause there is some cool stuff happening with other brands, but we're going to focus on ghostbusters right now. Um, after almost, probably close to two hours, hour and a half, maybe, uh, they brought out the brand managers for the ghostbusters line at Hasbro. Uh, I'm going to have to get their names. I don't have them on me right now. Um, one was Kevin. One was Kevin. Uh, shout out to Kevin, by the way. Kevin. Um, and they were great. And, uh, they kind of introduced like, Hey, we've been working on this. This is a passion project. We're so excited. Ghostbusters has a long history with Hasbro. The first thing that they revealed, which to me in some respects is the most exciting thing, they are re-releasing. This isn't just a retro style. This isn't an homage. This is a straight up re-release of the original Series 1 Kenner Ghostbusters. So that is Winston, Ray, Peter... Egon, Green Ghost, otherwise known as Slimer, with his meat and mm -hmm. Stay Puffed on original Kenner cards. We looked at these afterwards. We we got a chance to look at everything up close and personal. Yeah. I It's hard to distinguish like if it I imagine between these figures and the originals, like the likenesses, the face, the articulation, it's all like I'm going to have to look at them. I'm going to have to look at them side by side. You'll probably be able to see some differences in color and stuff, which I I like. Like because that means they're new figures, and that means that you have to buy them. I'm going to buy them anyway. Um, but I don't know, man. Like The the, the re uh, response has been overwhelmingly positive. I know people have given shit to Playmates because they've re-released versions of the Ninja Turtles figures like four, five, six times. Um, but this has never been done, and it's never even been something that was fathomable because Kenner... The, the Kenner brand was owned by Hasbro and Ghostbusters has had no association with Hasbro uh, since uh, Kenner went out of business. Uh, so, and that, that was, you know, 25 years ago. Ghostbusters had no toys for a long time and then it, uh, they signed with Mattel. And once they were with Mattel, that put the kibosh on any possibility of a real Ghostbusters line uh, similar to the Kenner line. Um, but now that they're back with Hasbro... Um, listen, we all have these figures. We all have the original guys. We have Slimer and Stay Puff. But to see them re-released on this uh, very minty, fresh packaging, mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I, I, I It's like affirming and, and confirmation in some way because you see Star Wars figures like this and you've seen Ninja Turtles re-release like this and Power Rangers. Power Rangers. And as a, a Ghostbusters fan, it's kind of like always been hard to try to collect these. It's been expensive. Um and to be able to have access to like this quality of um a toy with the with such a nice card, it's gonna be really nice. Yeah, and it's a Walmart exclusive, but just imagine like dad with kid who's not a huge, you know, collector is walking through the toy aisle and sees, you know, imagine you're not a toy collector and you haven't thought about your Slimer and Stay Puft figure in 30 years and you see that, that's going to be like an immediate nostalgia flashback. Uh, But I don't really care about that guy. I care about Jake. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh... Yeah, it's weird because it's like something that we've talked about a lot, and and, and it's one of those uh, scenarios that we we we've put this out there as like a best case scenario before. Like, what if they start re-releasing Kenner figures, and and above just re-releasing the Kenner figures, and this is something that I feel like I haven't really even thought about until right now. The new Ghostbuster stuff that's coming out, it's like when when the Mattel stuff was coming out, you just had that one line. You know, the Maddie Collector line, it was just like, it was just that. Diamond Select, it was all that. But today we saw three different, like, styles of Ghostbusters toys that are all going to be coming out at the same time. Yeah, it's it's really, and that is crazy. So, um, before, well, let's talk, so let's wrap up the real Ghostbusters figures. Um, Abby, I know you have a huge affinity. We're kind of passing around a microphone, so if it seems a little bit more like interview style and not the free, free-flowing free podcast you've come to know and love, deal with it. Um, you love these figures. What was it like? I mean, listen, we like I said, we see them every day, but this is such a, seeing it in this public setting and seeing people get excited about them. Yeah, it's satisfying and exciting and exhilarating um, to see them all. They're beautiful, um, the color scheme, and uh, it's just it's just really nice to see them all lined up together. I've seen them in our toy room, and it's been, um, it's difficult to find them in good condition and can be expensive to collect them. So to have this and have it be accessible to everyone, um, I think it's going to reignite a lot of um, passion for Ghostbusters. Yeah, and I think two things that could happen is if they do really well, they could keep going. They could put out the Fright Features figures, or um, what I like what they're doing with... And this is what my number one hope would be. What they're doing with the Kenner Star Wars uh, re-releases is they're making figures that never existed, but they're doing them from that line. So it'd be cool if they just put out like a regular Lewis Tully Wave 1 type figure. Or like, uh, like what if they did like a Walter Peck real Ghostbuster style figure? Or maybe a ghost that we like a Sam Hain real Ghostbuster style figure. Um if they sell well, and they're going to, people are freaking out because the pre-order hasn't gone up yet. It was supposed to. People are losing their damn minds. Um, it's great. So very excited about that. Then at the presentation, they bring out the special guests, which we did not know about, although we did know Ivan Reitman was I there. I saw Ivan Reitman walking around in the background when we were waiting to get in. So I kind of knew that was going to happen. He kind of blends in. He's just like New York dude. Like He had a hat on. He's on the go. Can we also give away the... Like- I don't know if we can. I don't know. We were we were kind of hanging out with. Uh, we can't. We can't. Okay. Okay. Oh, what what a tease! What yeah. a tease! It's fine. Hey, it's fine. You know what? Let your uh, let your minds go wild you with fill the, in the blanks. You fill in the blanks. Yeah. Um, they bring out uh, Ivan and Jason Reitman to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife, um, and Jason's carrying like this case. Immediately in my head, I was like, "There's a prop in there. It's either a trap." or a PKE meter, and it wasn't either one of those. It was the Neutrona one. Um, and Jason and Ivan did their thing. They talked about Ghostbusters, what it means to do this movie. And it's interesting. They talked a lot about Afterlife, but majority of the products that were revealed today um, kind of skew more just classic Ghostbusters. There is more to come soon. There's going to be more Ghostbusters Afterlife stuff. So let's talk about this Plasma series. This is the brand new... Uh, <clears throat> Six, seven-inch scale uh, line of premium Ghostbusters figures from Hasbro um, akin to Star Wars Black Series. Uh, photo reel technology being used on these. It's a six-figure wave with the four Ghostbusters, Dana and Zool. There is a Terror Dog build-a-figure. 
Um, these figures look great. Just being really honest, we've had the Mattel figures, we've had the Diamond Select figures, we have these ones. I'm really excited that we're getting Gozer and Dana right right off from the start. Those always seem like ones that come like later, like kind of mm-hmm. afterthoughts. I love that there's a Build-A-Figure. Hopefully we'll figure out if we're going to get an alternate head for the Terror Dog, if there's going to be some extra horns. But because I'm a nerd, because I'm a fucking psychopath, my favorite thing about these figures is the packaging. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I love the packaging. I think they're going to look really good in packaging. Jake, I know you're probably not going to take them out. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, Why would you? yeah, I'm a loose collector, but I think what I like about the packaging is that it's different than what we've seen. And I like the Maddie Collector packaging, too. Do not like the Diamond Select packaging. And what I like about this is there's no uh, caution stripes. Yeah, yeah it's a different green. it's a different color scheme for sure. Also, this kind of packaging looks like the kind of packaging that will display well. Like you could you could leave these in your pack in the package and display it, and it will look fine. But this is also the kind of boxes where it looks like you could open them, pull the figures out without destroying the packaging, so it won't yeah. matter either way. So I think it looks great. Um, the figures themselves, to me, are kind of like. They're kind of similar to the Maddie figures, I think. Like, there's things that I really like about them. There's a couple things that seem a little off about them, but nothing like, nothing, you know, catastrophic or nothing like. It's like, it's diff, it's just weird because it's like we already have a couple other versions of these, basically. So it's like, it's different, but it's the same in some ways. And, I like it. Yeah, and I think what I get most excited for is like if these do really well, where does this line go? Like yeah, um what other characters, what other figures can we pull out? I think it's safe to assume that there that there is going to be a wave to probably based on the afterlife characters. Maybe, I don't know, maybe safe to assume is not the right wording, but we're going to get more of these. They're not going to stop after one wave. Um and really there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of ghosts. Um if you if you look what they do with like Star Wars Black series and I kind of wish they were doing it like this with with Ghostbusters. If you look at Star Wars Black Series or Power Rangers Lightning Collection, um, each wave is made up of different parts of that universe, right? So you might get the first wave, you get two original series Power Rangers, one comic book character, and one uh, new series. Um, I think it would be really cool if they were doing it like that, where it's like, you know, you get two GB one figures, one GB two figure and somebody from the comic books or one answer the call figure, one, whatever. But because Ghostbusters is in such a unique position where once again, there's that need to kind of reintroduce the brand as they build up to this new movie. I get why they're going building the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. They're going with the original four guys. Um, and that's great though for collectors because you're going to want all four. And the one thing that would suck about Maddie collector is like, it took forever to get like a Vinkman figure. It's like, it was just like Egon Winston and Ray for a year. It's uh, very frustrating. Um, I'm still mad. And that was a decade ago. Um, so plasma figures are great. Then they do the big reveal. They bring out, uh, Jason Reitman opens up this case. They've got the Neutrona wand, uh, one of the wands that they use on set. They talk about some of the differences, uh, as the, the gun has aged over time. There's now a wooden, uh, grip, um, there is weathering, some sort of tape, maybe additional weathering, some kind of like electrical tape around mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the rear grip. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they pulled out the surprise. This was the big surprise. Uh, the Ghostbusters plasma series Spangler Neutrona wand. Holy shit. Yeah. We all, I literally, I, I made that noise from the yeah, NECA booth again. Fuck. Yeah, it was a repeat. Like, it, and it was, but the entire room, I felt like, was reacting that way. Like, it was a, it was a beautiful prop, and it was unexpected, and Jason Reitman himself was pulling it out for us. It was very cool. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. I was aware. I'm aware. Well, it was the only, it was also the only thing that hadn't leaked over the weekend. So, it yeah. was like, everybody was kind of, I think everybody was kind of being like, well, we were excited, but we'd already seen everything. So it was like a little tempered, but then that came out of nowhere and we were like, Oh, this, this was well hidden. Yeah. Well hidden. Uh, lots of features and functionality, definitely miles ahead of the Mattel Neutrona wand. Um, it's the correct size. It's got 
you know, accurate detailing, accurate weathering, accurate lighting, yeah, sounds, uh, some Easter eggs in there, including um, Ghostbusters video game sounds and overheating and boson darts and all that kind of stuff that really give, uh, you know, even though it's a collector's piece and it comes with a really cool display stand. It also has a lot of um, people are going to be putting these on their packs. Um, and that's fine. It's got a uh, connectors that allow, uh, you know, some, I think the way I understood it, the rear connector, uh, has the ability to hook into hose for electronics and things like that. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot more detail on it, but all this stuff's already up for pre-order on Hasbro Pulse. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of barging before sleep tonight. Just click to buy, add to cart. sleep. That's when it's fun. Hey, sleep barge? Yeah. You don't feel, you no guilt. There's no guilt if you barge in your sleep. Um, so really, Jake mentioned this earlier, that there's three lines coming out. They didn't do this stuff in the presentation, but once we got down to the show floor, we saw up close all of the the more stylized kid focused figures and honestly that was some of the coolest stuff yeah i love that stuff a lot because it looks it because like i said the the plasma collection looks very similar to some stuff that we've gotten before but this other line that's very anim, it looks like an animated series type thing it it looks very like uh, Marvel or Star Wars esque of the of the you know the uh, the younger lines. So it's like you got all four guys. They each have a ghost that do something cool. Split open. You got a Slimer, a Stay Puffed, and a Muncher that all like they're they're fright features figures. So they like pop open. There's like hidden you know. The Stay Puffed is like a spinny thing. Yeah, they they're all really cool looking, and I think I think they're probably my favorite things that we saw today, the, the, the Slimer that like opens up. He looks a lot like uh, I saw somebody compare him to the like old granny ghost. His mouth opens really wide. That Slimer personality is yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Well, I mean, these are Ghostbusters figures. They should have awesome playability, right? Um, that Slimer is so on the money of what a Ghostbusters toy should be. Kind of gross, very silly, fun. Like you, you want to play with it immediately. Yeah, and it's interesting that all the press releases uh, referred to these figures as fright features. It doesn't look like it says that on the packaging right now, but that's what they are. They all, uh, but I don't know. These five inch figures are cool. the The articulation is very similar to the Kenner figures. Uh, there's no bending knees or elbows. And uh, I want to see them like side by side to see like what the height comparison actually is. And uh, oh, I just noticed. Uh, yeah, Muncher Ghost looks like he's eating a stop sign and a fire hydrant. Hmm. That guy eats all the red I things. I have no idea what he's got in his mouth. Yeah. It's a ball of trash. See, like, oh, it's a trash ball. It's like a ball of trash. Oh, that's so gross. Dude. Look, he's got there in the, the design on the, the packaging. He's spitting out a ball of trash that includes the uh, Ecto-1 license plate and a tire. It looks like he's the real one who's cleaning up the town. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Did it take... Never mind. Not saying that. No, okay. No, uh, God, we. No, I love like no. this self-censorship. Good. Um, aware. But seriously, like, the, uh, the, the Muncher Ghost, that's going to be kind of like the new Slimer. I like that. I like the name. Slimer. Muncher. We can have one called Cruncher. Dancer, prancer. Slurpy. No. <laughs> I was going to say slurper. Slurper. You said squirter earlier. I did. I was, why not say it now? Yeah. Don't say that. Um, let's talk about, I think, what my favorite, my, my hands down favorite toy reveal of the day is the, there's a Ghostbusters like trap lab playset. I'm not sure exactly the slime lab playset. It's like, it's a ghost trap and it's blue and yellow. looks a lot like the old Kenner trap. And it's kind of like, uh, standing up vertically. You can like put in these, they're they're selling these like vials of slime that come with ghosts inside. And you can like put it in the trap and it pours out and it, I don't know. It's some sort of weird little playset, but it just looks like the old Kenner stuff. It looks like something that would have came out with the old stuff. And I, 
It's my favorite looking thing. Yeah, the artwork on the box is like really cool. You pointed that out, Jake. Like you see the Muncher ghost. He's like spewing green slime and slimers like coming out of it and kind of looking back at him. I and it's it. funny because if you think about the answer to the call toys, they had like that, what, that that trap that opened up and it was like a mini play set. And it was like, it was okay, but this is like a much more like on the nose of what you want out of a Ghostbusters toy. Um, Cause ultimately the goal is to pour ectoplasm all over your parents' carpets. In fact, as soon as I get some of this stuff, I'm going to my parents' house. Going to Vegas. I'm destroying. <laughs> and if they have hardwood floors, I'm first getting carpet installed throughout the whole house. They can't stop me. I'm an adult. They can't. Um, I pay $20,000 to recarpet my parents' house to ruin it with ectoplasm. It's just a slide blab place that, Bob. Deal with it, Bob. Um, let's talk about that Ecto-1. There is a f- scaled Ecto-1 for the five-inch figures. It does have the gunner seat. Um, very affordable. I think it's only like 25 30 bucks. I, I wish... <laughs> packaging these days i know that they try to save money and they don't want to do plastic i hope it i like when it's like either a window box or a uh fully enclosed packaging but i know a lot of times the stuff is just kind of out in the open uh, we saw that with the proton package it's kind of on a cardboard hanger let's talk about some of that role play stuff before we wrap up we did see there's a pke meter a pack a neutrona one um a kind of similar to the uh star wars lightsabers you can cut kind of like uh you can modify and add and subtract pieces to the the uh i can't think of what it's called uh but there's a whole demo of it that we did. It's in a video we posted on YouTube. Really cool stuff. I think kids will go crazy for it. And uh, there's a ghost whistle. I mean, it makes like 35 noises. If you yeah. get attacked by a ghost, you blow that whistle. Yeah. Um, I would say, I mean, I know some of the stuff leaked. I We saw more today than I was expecting. And there's still more to come. Um, yeah. Um, I just want to point out that we just had uh, a podcast first. Mm. It is 12 a.m. Yeah. It's my birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday! We just podcasted through through the flip over into uh, my birthday. You should do a live birthday barge yeah, right now. A gift to you, live birthday barge right now? You, you should buy some. trying to get me to barge like, when I'm not ready to barge. Yeah, do it. Do it on the podcast. Make it a podcast first. Two firsts in one episode. Two... two Two hosts, one cup. No. No. But you should order something right now. He's getting stressed. I'm pressuring Tyler. <laughs> so listen, let's wrap this up. We're at 45 minutes. Um, I said this was going to be 20 minutes. Uh, we're all tired. We got to go back to Toy Fair in the morning. And it's getting late. So Jason, Ivan did an incredible job. Uh, it was anytime you get those two on stage, it's funny. It's poignant. Uh Every time I hear Jason Reitman talk, I even feel, I feel so confident about this movie, but it's like, mm-hmm. it goes to another level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the confidence, it's, it's unreal. Their chemistry. I mean, obviously they're related. Their but, chemistry. Those yeah. two should work together. Yeah. Though their comedic timing, their, their self-awareness, um, their, their grasp on like the fan base and what makes Ghostbusters great. It's, it's, it's very reassuring and exciting. Um, and magnetic. I love it. It's truly remarkable. It's truly remarkable. I'm aware. Uh, yeah, it was, un- it was unreal. I think that, uh, I think we're in for something really special. Yeah. I think there's more toys coming our way. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up right now. Uh, not, not counting Neko. Let's just talk Ghostbusters. Jake, I think you said what your favorite thing was, but I forgot what it was. So what was your favorite thing you saw? Um, I think my favorite thing is the the lab, the slime lab. Slime lab, lab place that. Yeah. Abigail, favorite thing? Muncher. Muncher ghost. I'm a big fan. Just all the munchers. Yeah, just most of the munchers. Um, I, yeah, I love the, uh, I like the blue color and like the translucence. I think it, it reminds me of the Sclary Brothers and I just think he's, he's cute. Um, I'm into it. I like the slime. They had a really cool like thing that it, this is not an actual toy, but you could like play with the slime through gloves. I forgot to do that. Yeah, it was really fun. The the booth setup was really well done. Yeah, it was good. Uh, good setup. Um, I think my favorite. So whew, the the Spangler Neutrona one is incredible, and I'm gonna buy two of them, four of them. Yeah, I don't. Know. My, I think that's my real favorite thing. Um, but I think my favorite thing. 
for for nostalgia purposes was seeing the display with the Stay Puft on card and the Slimer on card, knowing that people listen. A lot of people can't, you, that stuff's unaffordable, so this is a cool opportunity for collectors to be able to get something that maybe they couldn't get before. It does not invalidate the originals. It does not make the other ones worth less money. It's just, it's just a new version and it hopefully opens the brushes and reinvigorates. I mean, hoping it opens the door to a new animated series or more real ghostbusters figures. Um, but like Jake said, just the overall seeing three different lines of ghostbusters figures being released at once, knowing we're pushing towards this movie, uh, it's really never been a better time to be a fan. Now that I haven't answered my own question, um, and I'm not going to say the Plasma series, uh, Dana Barry, although I did think it was a great figure. Jake and Abby uh, thought maybe he had some room for improvement. Um, I think my favorite thing that I saw was either the Slime Lab playset with the refillable ectoplasms um, or... Uh, Just I guess just plasma series. I'm a black series collector. I'm a lightning collection collector. So bring it on. I will buy every one of those figures in duplicates. One to have in the box, one on the shelf. Um, Ghostbusters, it's back in a big way. Very exciting. So here's the situation. We are going to be going back to Toy Fair tomorrow. If there's any more news and stuff. Abby I just showed Craig a picture of I. Uh, Craig and I dressed as trolls on stage with guitars. And he told me don't talk about it. I didn't say don't talk about it. I just put, I gave you a thumbs down because I look like crazy. Um, for anybody who's out there, Hasbro Pulse, Amazon, other websites have all this stuff up for pre order. The RGB figures will be on uh, Walmart at some point. It was supposed to be today, but uh, it could be tomorrow or, or sometime soon. We'll let everybody know. In the meantime, make sure that you're checking out all of our social feeds as well as YouTube. You can follow us at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're going to have a lot more coverage tomorrow and, uh, stay tuned to the podcast feed because we're going to have a lot more, uh, details about toy fair and all of that. Now, the last thing I want to say is thank you again to Hasbro for having us out. Thank you again to, uh, Eric Reich and ghost core and for, for everything they do, Ivan Reitman and Jason Reitman and their entire team over there. Um, just unbelievable work. Uh, it's, I've never been more proud to be a ghostbusters fan. I've never been more proud uh, of this franchise. And, uh, I think we're in for a really special, yeah. I feel like we have a sturdy foundation underneath us and it, we're growing up. We have a foundation. Yeah. Not bragging. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, and yeah, Eric and the whole gang has been super warm and accessible and kind and it's been really nice. Um, yeah. Out. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, honestly, like, pfft, I don't even know what to say except for I'm exhausted and I love Toy Fair and I wish it was every day and I'm going to buy a toy now. Happy birthday, Jake. Oh, uh, thank you. All right, cool. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you for joining Yes Have Some Podcast. We will see you next time. We are in New York City, the city that never sleeps, the Big Apple, the city so nice they named it twice. Keep going. Brain Gremlin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will you do it? Start spreading the news? Start spreading the news. All right, live from the Hilton. Well, I'm not going to say where we are. I can't give that out. <laughs> no, no, no. no there's, Wait, I don't know which Hilton. There's 50 Hiltons. I don't need some of these listeners showing up, climbing up our window like Batman. Yeah. We don't need that. There's There's so many floors in our room. It's so weird. I never know which floor I'm on. All right, bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. 